It's your boy Zay, and this is the Raw on Purpose podcast. Yes, your podcast, our podcast, everybody's favorite podcast, a Raw on Purpose podcast where we help you to tap into your purpose and thriving as you be your true and raw, authentic self. And all we do is just talk about conversations that help guide you through and with those facts. Yes, sir. And, And we know the drill. You know, we appreciate your help. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us, to comment, to interact with us. Please, if you could, go to our Facebook page at Raw On Purpose. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Raw On Purpose underscore. And then you can uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Raw On Purpose Podcast. You know what? I actually said the, I'm sorry, <laughs> the Instagram and Twitter I think I said it wrong, but I'll just repeat it anyways. It's raw on purpose underscore. And that's R A P R A Jesus help me. R A P R G O S T Appreciate it. Oh, help me. Help me, man. Conversation was just so good from part uh from part two. Just got me uh Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in an entanglement. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. And then uh, you please, uh, any questions, anything, uh, concerns, thoughts, topics, uh, feel free to email us at rawonpurpose at gmail.com. Yes. So we don't want to belabor the point. I know you enjoyed part two. And we're going to close it out here with part three. So, um, my brother, what was it that you were about to say or you were saying? You got to give a woman something to work with. Yeah. You can't just just expect it from her. You have to keep giving it so she can multiply it back to you. It's kind of like the saying where they say you give a woman... uh, You give a woman meat, she'll give you a meal. Mm -hmm. You give her a home, she'll... You give her a house, she'll give you a home. It's like you give her something to work with, she can give you something back better. But if you give her junk and want something good in return, you're not going to get good from junk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to give her good to get goodness. Like you have to give her great to get excellent. Like you, you give her something she can work with, she should be able to take that and make something out of it and give it back to you. Because, baby, I can't make sugar out of shit. Out of salt. <laughs> okay. Right. And, and that kind of, I was thinking earlier when I asked, it, it may have been in the other podcast, when I asked Zay, so the guy is supposed to chase the girl. Once the relationship catches on, then what is she supposed to do? But it kind of, we kind of answered it because if you're giving, she can take that and give that back. She's supposed to bear fruit. Yeah. And, 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 and also, um, Ultimately, well, if we if we were to discuss, and this is probably like another like part three, <laughs> if we were to talk about his needs and her needs mm-hmm. for a woman, and I'm only saying this from a marriage standpoint. Again, I just base everything off of scripture. Mm-hmm. On a marriage stamp from marriage standpoint, the number one need for a man is sex. 
right? We that's that is what our engine, like our bodies, run off of that because we have to plant that seed. We have to release that energy because, again, for men, and that's why so many men do it wrong, is because when they get that woman, they've conquered the day. They've gone through the whole day. They got beat up by the world, and when they get to their spouse, and and I. I saw something again that just, you know, these people making it okay for women to consistently deny their men sex when the man is doing everything he's supposed to do from a provision. He gives you security, protection, um, he provides for you, and you can't give him sex, right? Because, you know, it's like, I'm tired. Well, it's like, well, dear, you gave me this checklist. This is after them people at the job kick my butt or the I had this tough meeting with this corporate exec because I'm trying to get this account for my business and I got denied. I'm coming home. I need to release something. Well, when you deny that for so long, it's like, yo, okay, well, forget you. So that's the that's the thing is for them, one is sex. The other one is respect. Mm-hmm. If you go back to the so when Paul breaks down a marriage, he says, husbands, love your wife as Christ loves the church, meaning unto death. Mm-hmm. With everything in you, you love her. But then he says, women or wives, respect your husband because men thrive on respect. Men thrive on because we're ego driven. Right. You have to respect the man. And when the man feels disrespected, what typically happens is the man stops loving. Mm-hmm. So now if the woman isn't getting the love, then she begins to disrespect even more. So then the man starts loving less. And it continues in a cycle to where now it flattens out because neither one says, oh, snap. Yo, I need to respect him more because that's my covering. And he's like, yo, I'm supposed to love her like Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it's just such, it's th- hard to do, I think but one, it's simple. I think one thing people forget too, when you get married, you're no longer just you. I think we forget that you're, you kind of, and I know people are going to hate the way this is, what, the way I'm saying it, but understand what I'm actually saying. You belong to her. She belongs to you. It kind of y'all become one, one, one unit. And I understand we in America we have all these rights. We have all mm-hmm. these you know rules and regulations of what mm-hmm. we get to say goes on with our bodies. And we're not talking about crossing the bounds over into rape. That's not what we're Absolutely discussing. Not. It's not one and the same. That's not what we're saying. But to consciously just know. Or deny that to your spouse, you forget that that is kind of the point. Kind right. of the whole, you know. And I, I mean, this is probably going to sound wrong, but it's typically like the number one goal. Like that's the like that's one of the first things that if you're, especially like for myself, like I saved myself for marriage. So for me, like that was like the prize. Like hey, you know, all the other stuff I'll. I have this thing that I haven't been able to to release. I found someone that I've been cultivating. So that is, that's why, I mean, honestly, that's why you do the whole dating game is to sleep with someone. But there's a, 
it's supposed to go back to the spiritual, emotional, and then physical. Yeah, but unfortunately, because of the way things are, men don't... Each gender has has totally missed the mark on what they're supposed to do. So men have no idea how to cultivate you. They don't right. have a clue on how to... And honestly... In all honesty, women have taken on the right because on that role because we're out here trying to to build the man up, get the man better. We we out here basically, uh, what is it? Uh, fixing them up, and then we're mad when they leave us and take all the stuff that we've taught and all the stuff we put in and have moved on to the next. Like we have totally switched that well, mindset in a sense. And I understand both parties are supposed to teach and teach and grow and all that stuff, but nine times out of ten in, in our level or our society of how things work, women have done way more teaching and, and growing, teaching and cultivating than than the female than the male has done to the female. Well here's here's even to that dynamic. Um they're out of pocket if that's the case. If he's not pouring into you just as much as you're pouring into him, you're already headed down destruction. Right. His role is to cultivate. That's his mm-hmm. his job or her job is to help you become a better man. See, that's another thing that marriage brings a man is responsibility and accountability. Yeah. And that's I guess what I was getting at. Like we help to make them better, but here's but here, a, in a sense they we forget that they're supposed to also do something right. But and, and, us. and outside I, of bias flowers, uh, bias bags, jewelry, and all that stuff, a lot of women settle for that aspect and forget the the other side of helping me be a better woman and helping me grow and and pouring other things into me, not just giving me stuff. Because and and let me tell you, there's a lot of things I like about the old school way and there's a lot of things that I do not like about the old school way mm-hmm. and when you hear a lot of people talk about your grandparents um, I heard the story or your grandparents been together for nine years and you know your grandfather went out and I had a guy that I talked to before that was like oh my grandfather paid for everything and my grandmother didn't have to ever worry about money and um, the thing was if He's taking care of the house, then and he's paying everything and giving you what you want, then you should be happy as the woman. That's one of the things about the old school thing. And it, not to say that it was in every older school relationship, right. but majority of them it was in the black community. He's taking care of the house. Mm-hmm. He's giving you and buying food and so you should be happy. Right. But let's and that's where you get the whole aspect of the outside relationships, things of that nature comes into play. And that because it's physical yeah, things you like have that into it's right. not coming. That that emotional um need to cultivate into that woman coming from the man was not happening. Well, not just that, but a lot of men back then maybe felt like, Well, I'm taking care of everything yeah. at home, you should be happy no matter where I'm at or who I'm with. Like one of those societal things that Zay talked about when he said you know, how do we get back to, you know, do, like... And I'll say, I'll say even to that, um, the man should never let the woman get comfortable doing nothing. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm one of those females. I don't really understand how we get to a place where we're okay doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. No. Like no. I have to do something. Now let me say this too. Every dynamic's different. So some mothers, right? Some wives. That's they do it great. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. Um, but there are some that you, if if the man knows her purpose, his job is to make it so uncomfortable for her that she goes and pursues her purpose. Makes sense. Right? Like, for me, like, you know, me and my wife have, you know, this challenging because I'm always cultivating. Okay, you got comfortable. Cool. It's time for me to come and take this pitchfork and till that ground and make you uncomfortable. Right? Because that's what God does to me as a as a person. Mm -hmm. More specifically, as a husband, as a leader of a household, he's always tilling my ground. Mm-hmm. Making you uncomfortable. Making me uncomfortable because he wants great for us. And so as a husband, if you're not doing that for her, outside of the provision, outside of just the money, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of and some women, they're they're content. Um and I'm not gonna hate on the moms that like that's what they want to be. And they're amazing at it. And their husbands are happy, right? They're happy. That's how that works. I think sometimes um, because once the kids leave, you find out you you have to relearn that person, mm-hmm. and you realize that they're different. Because especially the mothers, like she has no clue what to do with herself. Yeah, that was her identity for eighteen years. Eighteen years, yeah. right? And if you have, let's say, you got ten kids, that's a, that's a good forty year possibility of a. Well, you think back in the day, that's kind of how it was because they got married younger. They Mm -hmm. had more children. Mm -hmm. And literally, that's generally what the wife did. So, unfortunately, our generation and now times are so different from Mm -hmm. when it back then. Like, a lot of your grandmothers and great-grandmothers or, in our sense, parents, you know, they they don't understand how we do stuff because they're like, well, our day, Mm -hmm. we did this. And I was like, well, your day was 40,000 years ago. It is not the same. Like, you know, you could back then, you could, the man could work and the woman could stay home and be the mom. But you can do that now, but your husband needs to have this amazing job, in a sense, for y'all to comfortably live. Like, Mm -hmm. you're, you're not living... I won't say you're not living comfortably because there are some people that that is their life and they love it. But most people aren't able to comfortably live on a one income home, like in a one income household in this society, the way things are now. So it's a total different in dynamic. So old school, new school, there's a lot of things that we should keep from the old school, but we have to find a way to convert it to now and time. Because the age has changed. Because, like, it's like family relationships dynamics definitely always change with the change within, like, the world. Mm-hmm. And how the world was doing in the, the industrial age, you know, because men were, you know, men were there and women were more home. So mm-hmm. it's like they assumed their role that influenced how they moved and they found a way to kind of make it work in those times and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they, for them, it was simple and whatnot. Right now, today, we got so many options. We want to do more things. So yeah. there's no way you can make it on a one-income household uh, with a man. Of course, that some people do have that, you know, relationship done that with a man. The bedroom doesn't, you know, wife take care of the home or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, generally, like, you know, and, and women are making more money than men today. Women, a lot want to, out and you know work and you know be a contributor to 
that house or just simply have their own money. Now, like, my grandparents, like, my, my grandmother and grandfather, he, he was, he was a, he was wealthy and he did have real estate and he wanted to do nothing but take care of my grandmother and her not do anything. Mm-hmm. But April, she was an Aries. So she, she, she wasn't going to sit nowhere and just do absolutely Oh, we're not about to. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, like, he did not like that at all. Like, the fact that she kept wanting to go to work. He's like, I'm taking care of your this. I'm taking care of that. I'm taking your needs and your wants. Why you still want to go to work? She, she said, I always like having my own. That was yeah. just something that she liked and wanted to do. But for him, he thought that because she did work that he was out skipping out on her. So mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I mean, yeah. and, and, and even to that point, there is um, one of the singles groups that I, I mean, the girl is a, um, a professional matchmaker. And she'll tell you that when you start to hit different income levels when it comes to men, the men, the only thing they're looking for the woman to do is to give them all of the womanly things that come from a woman. Mm-hmm. They're not looking to for her to bring in any income or to do anything of that nature. When they it, and it's a certain I don't know what the income limit is, but she just spoke on once you get to a certain income level it's probably like from perspective that that's how it, it goes. Only thing a man wants you to do is literally do the womanly things. And like you said, again, I mean, to the different dynamics, you know, some things that work for some couples is going to work for them and mm-hmm. some is not going to work for others. But I definitely feel in our day and age, you know, it's the one that we're talking about the most yeah. that mm-hmm. a lot of people are having to deal with. And now that societal norms have changed, this is where a lot of that mix-up is coming in at, where it's like, okay, you got to go out the house and you got to work a full-time job. I got to go out the house and I got to work a full-time job, but you still want me to take care of the kids, cook dinner, clean, and then still have enough energy to be your, you know, to be your lover. And so it's like, hold up, like, Okay, I understand. That's why I said, where do we start to break away from the masculine, feminine, and what a woman should do and a man should do? Because mm-hmm. I feel like if y'all both going out and working full-time jobs, and you, y'all both come home, okay, baby, like, you cook, I'll clean. You know, so that way, y'all, she still has that energy mm-hmm. to still want to please you and be intimate with you and have those moments and spend that time. Yeah. Versus... You know, okay, I'm the woman. I have to now work a job which used to be, quotation marks, the man's thing to do back in the day or in the old times. But now I got to work a job, and then you still want me to be domestic? Like, I got to really still do all these things by myself and still give you um, intimacy and sex? Like, oh, like, I'm tired. I don't want to. I'm going to play devil's advocate here because, um, I'm sorry, there's a lot of... In this generation, females that are not cooking, 
For one, they don't know how to. And two, they're just not going to. So you have, you're not being domestic. You're not cleaning anything. And you're not providing them the sexual satisfaction. Right, so you're masculine. That they're so you're, you're masculine. No, they're no, just, no, 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 just, no. I know what she's saying. You're just not, not doing anything. You're not, no. And, and then you're still not giving them that. <laughs> like you should, you, you, you should. You, oh, you're you saying should. because they're working and all that, then, they, then they've taken the masculine they've role. They've taken on. God created the system for a reason. Well, even she had a job. She did the, the well. If you look at Proverbs thirty-one, she took care of her home and she was entrepreneur, meaning she continued to add to the household. Well, they've changed if, that meaning apparently. If you so. look at if you look <laughs> at society, right, it seems like our kids are getting worse. Why? Because television are, is raising our kids and not us. Mm-hmm. Television. Kids don't watch TV. They watch their phones. <laughs> no, but I'm to, saying in to, general, today, it's not. It's it's like, to, yeah. we're, we're not. Because yeah. back in those days, if you listen, if you read Solomon, if you read Proverbs, it talk about that this is what his mom instilled in him at home. Yeah. If both parents are outside the house, now they have the TV, internet, all that stuff programming their kids. Yeah. Right, and because, and it could be a lack of ambition on the man to want to do better to provide more. Right, some people get comfortable in doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. As a man, you should always want to push yourself and try to increase your income level. Like my goal right. is for my wife to take care of the home and operate in her purpose, meaning she doesn't have to carry the pressures. Because here's Here's the other thing that nobody wants to talk about, right? Single mothers tend to die earlier than um, wives because women were never built to carry a household. Again, they hold the household together. Men are built to carry the household the way God created it. Right? Can we also, let me touch on one more other thing um, because this is, couple things I've been through and experienced. Can we please talk about how men think just because they're in the house that's good enough? I have literally seen, and I'm people that are married or, you know, they're just together and cohabitating. Mm-hmm. And the men really are just there. there. Like, not to say that they don't work jobs or anything, but they're just there. And I've heard Men speak on this specifically to somebody that was in my life that really was like, well, at least I'm here. So, I mean, that counts for something. And it's like, if you ain't doing nothing, then you may as well not be here. Right. I mean, again, it goes back to you as a man as the cultivator. Like, men are not supposed to do nothing. If you think about, listen to listen to any man that has been retired. They can't sit still because we're not built to do nothing. <laughs> like if you're sorry and lazy, you're gonna sit and do nothing. Right? And that's yeah. and that's honestly from childhood, right? That's from if if and this is where as a father you have to balance your work home situation, right? If you're gone so much as a father that the only influence in your child's life is the mother. And the mother typically does not place the discipline in the home like a man can. Think about this, right? When you say something to your kids, right, 
it'll take them a few times before they move. Mm -hmm. But let that man say that one thing in that certain tone. Because oh, baby, all the time. I used to have to go to office of 10 oh, yes. for my kids to move. If they dad come and say, because my kid's father is active in their life. If he says something to them, oh, it's perceived a whole other different way. Yeah. It's like, baby, I'm about to move like a hare running a race. And if right. my mommy say something, yep. I'm just going to move like a turtle. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I've had that conversation. I was like, I had to yell. I had to act a fool. Um, if I act like I'm going to call you on the phone, yeah, yeah. she will move <laughs> like there is no tomorrow. I was like, I can pick up the phone and look like I'm about to. She will get up and go do. I'm like, yeah. I shouldn't have to. to <laughs> like, you, you feel like you shouldn't, but you get it. I get it mm -hmm. from the standpoint that that's the yeah. point. And I think True. what she was saying is they're working, but that's it. They don't that's come it. home. They don't help raise that's kids. Nothing. They have them. I'm here. They don't. They don't parent. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That he's there physically, but he's not present. He's, he's not present. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. He and shows up at games, but he don't take the time to teach. You got homework, but I'm doing it. You're not doing it. It's like and honestly, you again. And women and women. I'm saying. I'm and I'm posing these questions because, um. I, I think women need to hear this. They they need to hear that that's not normal. And you'll have people that say, you know, again, back to the point of, well, he pays all the bills. You don't have to worry about anything financially, girl. And women have said this to other women. Because that's older they, women are guilty of saying this to yeah. younger women. Because but, that's but, how it was in their... In but, yeah. but I'll say this. You'll have to ask, and you'll have to ask the man why. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. because if the man tries to parent and the woman's always stopping him, he's gonna. Because oh, men, yeah. again, our actions are like, okay, you want to do this? All right, cool. We'll just sit here. We will we will go. We we'll do what we have to do. We'll do this. Right. We all just like when you get quiet and silent, you're done. Like the man's like, I ain't doing nothing. Yeah. Right. Because it may have been he may have tried to do something. Oh, that was wrong. He tried to do something else. Oh, that was wrong. He tried to do this. Oh, that was wrong. You just get to a point, you're like, man, bump this. All I'm going to yeah. do is I'm going to go to work, I'm going to come home, get me a beer, I'm going to lay on the couch, and I'm going to chill and watch TV. And that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, 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 and if he's, because again, it goes back to that love-respect cycle. Yeah. yeah. If he's saying. not getting respected, it's not going to give him, like again, what love is to women, respect is to men. So if our tanks are not filled with respect, it's going to be hard for a man to be motivated. Yeah. Right, because there's but so much self motivation that you're going to do. But if that woman, like, if you're pouring into her, and she is like, and she's like, stroking that ego, making him be like, yo, he's the best thing walking. Guess what? That man will stop at nothing to walk through a yeah. wall to take care yeah, of. That's true. Right? If he's yeah. if he's pouring into love, so that's even in that dynamic. You got to ask why has the man stopped doing? Why has he stopped being amb um, ambitious? Right? Did he go and get beat up in the world? Like he's trying to be ambitious, he's trying to do this, but he's just getting beat down. And then he comes home and he has no peace. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think that's important too. Females have to realize that we we are to be the peace, not just their peace, but their peace. Like you can't <laughs> bring more hell to them than you're offering to take off of them. Like you are to be their ear. You are to be their 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 sounding board. You are mm -hmm. to be the person that they take things to. 
we get upset when we find out they don't took it to the friend. They got the we we think it's okay for us to have work husbands, but we'll be mad if they have a work wife. Like you can't have your work husband and he not have a work wife. Yes, you may think in your mind he's more likely to step out than you are. However, if you're taking, I know that's not true. I know, I'm just. If you're taking the time at home to listen to his day, hear how it went. You know, we men get mad at us because they'll we'll tell them our day and then they try to solve it. They already know we're not going to try to solve their day. They just want to tell us. So we just sit for five minutes and let them let them tell us about our day. They'll be straight. Mm-hmm. But we don't even take the time to sit and let them and let us hear them out about how their day went. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Man, man, man does that be loving is like he's being heard or listened to. Mm-hmm. Like he's being considered. You know what I'm saying? But a man is like, but I, hey, I'm just a man. I'm gonna keep it going. I'm not gonna sit here and like say like, oh, you ain't doing this <laughs> or I ain't getting enough of that. Right. Like he's, but he. You they know, should though. You'll see by his reaction. Yeah, he's built to keep going. That, yeah. They should though, because the women, as much as y'all want to think we're mind readers, we not. And a lot of times, just like we say with communication, we need, um, you know, we tell y'all how whatever. The, it goes the same way with guys. We it, we want y'all to tell us too. Here's the thing, men don't expect you to read their mind. We tell you what's on our mind. Here's the. Here's oh, here we go. <laughs> you wanna you wanna pick this up on the next go round? We, we can. <laughs> but I don't. And I'll say it, it depends on the man. But men typically, when they say something, right, they mean what they say. There's not really mm-hmm. no extra explanation into it. Okay, and I can and, definitely say all right. And I, so, just from a personal experience, um, the innuendo. Like Kai, so okay, I'm a very blunt person. I like to think of myself as being black and white. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you say you don't want something for me, you don't want it. You literally have to say, "I don't want this." Don't be like, "Um, oh, well, you know, maybe I don't think I would like that, or I don't," because I'm not going to understand that. Yeah, right. passive aggression. Uh, so, like, that, that doesn't work well with me. Like, literally, a friend of mine was saying, April, whenever I, she was like, your answer is always the opposite of mine. And I was like, that's not true. She was like, I'll be like, April, do you like this dress in the color red? And I'll say, no. And she was like, um, well, April, I said, well, you know what? I'm saying it as if, if you ask me if I like something, I'm saying it as if you're asking me if I I like it. Mm-hmm. She said, whereas Sue, sometimes you should think if I'm asking you if you like it, but in all reality, I'm saying, do you think this this dress in the color red would look good on me? I said, well, I'm sorry. I'm black and white. If you want to say, ask me the question, if that red dress will look good on you, you need to say, to uh-huh. does this red dress look good on me? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying as if, Give it to me straight and don't be like, you know, I think maybe we should go left. Be like, April, we're going left. But here's the other thing. But I think you, and what he's saying too is is like, like say if a woman is trying on a a dress and she's asking for the man's honest opinion, how does this look on me or which one do you think? The age of the question. And he says, red, she says red or purple. Which one? Red. I don't know. I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gave you 
think in those instances, yes. And then also, if you're dealing with a man like that, he's just indecisive, and that's never a good trait in a man. A man has to be decisive in what he wants and go after it, right? Men are lasers. They, like... They, if they know what they want, they're going to tell you. I, I tell my wife that you don't have to try to figure out what I'm saying. I'm going to say it. Now, how I say it is gentle because I know that I have to protect, like I have to protect you. So I can't just say it any kind of way. Yeah. Now, I'll say it the nice way maybe one or two times. <laughs> and if you're not getting the gentle way, then you're going to get the blunt one that's going to cut a little bit. Only because I understand you need protection. But that's not how... I'm sorry, and I can say this as your sister, you were raised right. You know, our parents didn't play. But a lot of our generation and a lot of us out now, they don't have the gentleman mindset and they don't have... They they don't understand that aspect. So you're you're a very rare breed, bro. And I'll say, that, <laughs> I'll say this also. It goes back to what we said earlier is... For a single mom raising a boy, what men are around him, right? Because yeah. for me, it wasn't just, I have an amazing father who is still very present in my life today, right? Mm-hmm. I have my second dad who passed away uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. right? He was like that other accountability. And then there were other men in the neighborhood. If they saw me, they could correct me. And then I had the men at church. So that's the other thing is there's a lot of our generation is so focused on getting us that we don't pick a young man to help bring up. I definitely feel like the 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 boys and I volunteer with United Way a lot and I volunteer in other spaces. There is not enough programs for little boys. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near as many as there are for little girls. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that women didn't get rights till just about, you know, a couple decades ago. <laughs> right. And because of that, women are constantly trying to create avenues and platforms for other little girls coming up mm-hmm. to be able to get the rights that we're leaving our sons and our boys behind. But that also, we but we can't create them. I mean also, it would take a man to kind of come up and do that. They also, got football, basketball and also the system is created against that. True. Right. So again, we go back to this whole we, we this conversation about masculine and female um, conversation. Society is consistently trying to emasculate men. Especially They're trying to men. feminize yeah. men to where they can't like certain things like they call some stuff that men do. That's just men doing. They call it to- toxic masculinity. And it's not. It's just that it's not built for women, right? Now, there are some things that men do that are distasteful, that are terrible, that are trash, that are garbage, like they're huge. They're like, because you're supposed to do everything in love in the first place. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a, there's a, um, this, there's a, the system, uh, a part of the system is created to keep that from happening and then another byproduct of it is because men are so focused on providing they also forget the provision that they're supposed to provide the community because we're so busy trying to work and we don't spend time with other young men to bring them 
to bring them alongside us. Like, hey, come cut my grass. Like, that's one thing my dad would always do is there was a young man in the neighborhood. Hey, come cut my grass. Hey, come do this. It's mm-hmm. always bringing someone into your household because we've gotten so um, isolated and um, individualized. Yeah. That, right? This individualism that we live in that we don't ever go out. We're supposed to impact the community. And that's a part of what we talked about in our manhood. Um, a man impacts his community by helping the other young men around him flourish and grow. Yeah. But I think because men feel, feel so, um, are so focused on getting money mm-hmm. that we forget that there's more to life than getting money. Because society straight tells a man if he ain't got money, he ain't a man. And and the way that they the way that they go about it, you can depending on the demographic, depending on where you're raised, depending on where you come from, you may have had that male figure, but it's what they taught you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, it's not the stuff that helps you in relationships. It is the stuff that helps you get money or get ahead in life. It's not necessarily going to help you have a better relationship. So again. It's kind of how, like, you see in movies, like, they'll bring people along with them, but you have to look at what they are going through, what they're doing. Like, a lot of men you see, it was like, oh, I had a football coach, or I had a basketball coach that, but if you're not a basketball player, football player, who do you have? Yep. And, you, and the problem is, a lot of men now are trying to profit off of the kids. Yeah. Which irks me. Yeah. Right? Everybody's trying to profit off of somebody. Every, they every, need the money. They yeah, want the money. Hobby. And because capitalism is, like, it's a great thing, but it's also probably one of the worst things because it's profits over people. Yeah. And we are to invest in people. People are the greatest resource on the face of this planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but this conversation is so amazing, (laughs) right? Like, I hate to have to end it, right? And we'll have to, in season two, we'll come back all together We'll pick up, we'll put on our notes, like we're talking about men and how they impact the community. And maybe we've, we've gone through some influences, we've gone through some things, our pers- um, some experiences, our perceptions or perspectives have changed just through the fruits of this conversation. And we hope the same happens for you, the listener. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I know it was getting good, right? I'm sitting here <laughs> looking at the time. I was like, I want to keep going, but I know at some point y'all going to turn this off because our attention spans, but so, yeah. so long. This actually might have been like a part one, part two, and part three as like a bonus. We don't know, but we do want to, again, appreciate you guys um, listening. Ladies, if there's any like last, um, last thought, uh, last, you know, something you want to say before we end it up, you know, go ahead and share it. Uh, I would just tell them to stay tuned for season two to see how we, you know, progress this conversation. But also, if you are a listener, you have a comment as well. Leave it somewhere wherever they have the comments and let them know if you have um, ideas or if you have something that can input into this as far as like places that, you know, maybe there are more um youth programs for boys and things like that. Put that down in the comments below so we actually have that knowledge and we can share that with our listeners. I would definitely agree. Um, I enjoyed this topic seriously. I love to listen and get perspective from men. Um, I am an autodidact at heart. So I really, really I'm do. sorry. For the <laughs> slow people, what does that mean? An autodidact is a person that loves to learn um, Thank any you. and everything. 
Um, and because I am that, as I get older, I love to listen. So awesome. being able to hear the perspective of a married man and a single one, um, I definitely took something from this. But I would just say to all the women out there, um, really take the time and turn on your ears and don't listen to respond, but listen to understand. Amen. And for the men out there, um, really take the time to emotionally mature and heal and start to find what your purpose is and what it comes to and what you like when it comes to your partner. Um, but anyway, that's about it. They are getting it, y'all. <laughs> I hope y'all I hope y'all listening get it. Thank y'all for y'all joining me. This is going to be y'all amazing guest. Oh, thanks y'all for having me. Thank you. Come back. Yeah, y'all are coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's always, and it's, you know, I think it's helpful that we begin to collectively come together and have these conversations. Yes. Yeah. Um, bro, is there any last words you'd like to add? Um, any? I was just going to say, um, to kind of piggyback on what you just said, how we do definitely need to come together um, and have more conversations like this. Like maybe even next time we can maybe talk about like ideas and solutions that we can do even as a community to mm-hmm, kind of yeah. get to the root and to actually you know turn make a little turn in a different direction and you know because you know we all do matter and you know it's like the butterfly effect so things can happen and start in one way and it can you know influence you know all of each other to you know kind of go in a, a healthier direction but. Um, yeah, we definitely got to have more conversations like this. Um, I, I love hearing conversations like this and being a part of it. Um, it's even better. And I just think definitely think that this is the beginning and this is a time that we are in that is definitely open to um, some real coming back to, some real uh, healing, some real um, um, uh, reforming, I guess you could say, of the dynamic of relationship teams, especially in our community. Um, so um, I look forward to, to the next time when y'all come back. So <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. Now, Denita, um, share with them again. What? How can they reach you? How can they find you? Uh, if you're a lady out there and you're looking for some dope uh, clothes to wear, you know, check her out. And if you're trying to get your face did, you know what I'm saying? Where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram at D-A-H-A-U-T-E underscore F-A-I-R-Y. Um, you can find my um, store at T-H-B. It's the T-H-B boutique dot com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at the T-H-B boutique. And then there's the or T period H period B period boutique on Instagram. And then you can find me on YouTube with my makeup tutorials as well as the vlog on the Holt Fairy from the Holt Way on YouTube. And I'm going to have her text me all of that so I can put it in the description. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. We Again, man, we, we first, we thank you to our guests for taking the time out to come and share and pour into our listeners. Like, we truly, truly um, appreciate it. To our listeners, I hope something was said in this this time together that helps influence um, you. If you're a lady and you're trying to get your man to act right or you're trying to kind of help push him to be better, 
send them this podcast. And, and, and fellas, if you're trying to get your woman to understand you, you're trying to get your lady to hear you, send her this, you know, so that maybe something is said that will help open up her ears so that you guys can better communicate. Because, you know, when the family unit, when the man and the woman are operating hand and foot, I always say people, especially in my second year, people say, how's marriage going? And I would say it's a beautiful struggle, right? It's a struggle to get two people from totally different backgrounds to move as one. But the moment that they move in one, it's a beautiful thing to see. And so that's what we're all striving because, again, this is the wrong purpose. We're trying to help the authentic you operate in your purpose. And if you're married or you're seeking marriage, that is a part of your purpose. So why not do it well? And so we hope something was said to help challenge you to become better. And again, you know, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Raw on Purpose underscore. Email us, purpose at gmail.com on Facebook, Raw on Purpose. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is the Raw on Purpose podcast. And we're streaming on all podcast sites. So, you know, definitely tune in. But until next time, um, you know, we enjoyed it. Till next time, y'all be blessed, be good. This is your boy Zay. And it's your boy Rashad. And this is the Raw on Purpose podcast. Until next time.